Welcome to the Perky Collar Radio Show, where we talk to entrepreneurs from across the globe to learn why they started their company, what mistakes they've made, what they learned from those mistakes, and they all share an incredible success story. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Perky Collar Radio Show. I'm your host, David M. Frankel. I'm so excited to introduce you to my friend, mentor, Chuck Tyndall, and he's the founder of Tyndall Enterprises. How are you this afternoon, Chuck? Oh, I'm doing well, David. It's an honor to call you a friend and a mentor as well, just so you know. I don't say that to everybody, so thank you for being that person for me. <laughs> uh, so, Chuck, kick us... Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. So, Chuck, as we always do, kick us off with the why and the when. Uh, when did you start and why did you start Tyndall Enterprises, as well as their components? Okay, uh, 37 years ago in April, uh, my father, my mother, and myself, we started Tyndall Enterprises. And inside of that family, we have Tyndall Furniture Galleries, Tyndall Furniture. Uh, we have Tyndallpedic, which, which is a health solutions store. And then we have Carolina Moving Solutions is a commercial and residential company for North and South Carolina. So those are inside of the Tyndall Enterprise Corporation um, and some land holdings. But the main reason we started, we were coming out of a 23-year full-time ministry in the church. My father was retiring, and we wanted to convert our ministry into a um, retail environment. But the purpose of that conversion was two things. We wanted to hire and train and mentor people to work with us and teach them how to do the job professionally and how to do it the way the good Lord would have us work. So that became a purpose in its own. And as we worked with clients, we wanted the clients to see a company that worked with the values of our creator and the way we talked to them, we sold them, we serviced them, uh, we supported the families. And so uh, through that, we grew all three brands. And through that, we changed hundreds of lives. And through that, we have had so many ministries we've been able to support for 37 years. That's incredible. So tell me why furniture? Why mattresses? Like where does your love or where does your passion come from for those two segments? Well, <laughs> it was not us searching out specific furniture. We actually started as a mattress store. Um, uh, that came from a friend that I'd helped mentor his business. He was a CPA. He opened up a mattress business. And we, in my prayer group at church, we supported him as he opened up. And after he ran that business for a few years, he decided that he wanted to go back into being a CPA. But I had so much to do with helping him in his business. He decided to sell his acting business to us. Um, as the, the things change in life, you think you're on a certain path, opens doors open, doors close. What happened to us at the actual table in the process of buying his partner slammed the deal closed. 
and sent us spiraling. Um, you know, we had a business. We decided this is a good thing to, for us to grow. And um, then it was gone. So we went into prayer and just riding around, literally riding around and uh, visited some property over in Pineville, south of Charlotte. And um, uh, we saw a building they were emptying out. That building actually was owned by the Amway billionaire Dexter Yeager. It's where he built his business, was inside of the building that was emptying out. They were going to a larger facility. So we pulled in and said, uh, what are you going to do with the building? They said, we're going to lease it. We met with uh, his company as realtors. We met with Dexter himself, and he decided it would be a good risk for him to support our business based on we wanted to work hard, treat people right, and keep God in the business. That was his mantra. Wow. <laughs> What a wonderful blessing to have someone like Dexter Yeager in your corner from day one. Yes. He brought so many clients of his to us from all across the country. They would walk in and buy twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars worth of mattresses and furniture because the store was bigger than a mattress typical showroom. So we decided to fill it up by adding furniture and, um, you know, once the lady picked the firmness that she liked, she was done with the sale. The husband was the one that was going to negotiate the money. And so she really enjoyed having the accessories and the sofas and the bedrooms to look at. And uh, we found out very quickly that, you know, if she says, hey, baby, I like this bedroom. Let's get that to go with the mattress. <laughs> Our combination deals grew very quickly. I can definitely see that. So walk me through the time frame. So that's how it started. How did things evolve into the Tyndallpedic mattress, the the new lo the, the location you have in South Charlotte? How did the Carolina Moving Solutions kind of enter into the world? Kind of walk me through that that process or that timeline, I should say. Okay. Uh, you know, day one, the first year, um, as we were learning, um, as we go, it was on the fly. Uh, that we were learning so many different things because we'd been in ministry, not in retail sales. But the first year we were able to scrap out, um, and, and this is 38 year, 37 years ago, uh, a quarter million dollars the first year we were in businesses was our volume. The second year we were closer to 400. The third year we were over 1.2 million the third year, and it just kept increasing year by year after that in the furniture side. So uh, I wanted to have our own warehouse instead of leasing. So I went down to South Carolina, right across the state line from Charlotte and purchased five acres of property and started looking at building a warehouse. But as I traveled and searched around the community, I kept seeing all these new houses and apartments and all these retail stores popping up. So I went back and changed the whole design of the property from a warehouse to a large furniture store. I, I went to 39 foot in the ceiling clearance inside the store. So I made it really tall and uh, it's the football field um, footprint. It's uh, end zone to end zone. If you imagine how long that is about 380 
390 feet long, 39 feet tall, and 165 feet wide. It's a large building. And in that, we have our distribution center and our furniture operation. And so that itself paid for the warehouse very easily, adding that additional location. And it grew our brand bigger because we stretched out further into South Carolina. We go all the way from uh, Myrtle Beach to Hilton Head, all the way back down to, you know, Columbia. And uh, shoot, we go all the way to Atlanta on a lot of runs. That's on our own trucks. And um, so it grew our furniture brand. Within the operation of our company, my parents started having some physical problems that medicine and doctors could not address even though we did a lot of surgeries. So I started listening well to what the doctors said and listening to some of the uh, times that the body heals the most. And it kind of inspired me to go out and look for something that wasn't the national brand mattresses. They all take the concept of thinking about sleep and profit rather than recovery. So I went on a whole nother path. I, I went out and looked and interviewed a lot of factories and I talked to the engineers that were designing uh, foam because all foam mattresses were getting more popular as temper was growing that concept. But I didn't like some of the, well, I didn't like the pricing of the product that I was seeing around that was available, nor did I hear success of people recovering. And my parents were getting pretty bad off. So that's where the Tyndallpedic was born was out of need and compassion to help my parents recover as they were in deep sleep. We were very successful with my parents. And so I decided it would be a good idea to open up and expand the brand of Tyndallpedic freestanding stores. And uh, so that that's where the Tyndallpedic health solution store came from. Uh, we grew that and um, had six locations and um, <laughs> the good news about grow, growing a brand and about growing locations is the opportunity and the money you make. The time that it took to operate all that took me 100% away from my family. So I looked at the, the, the benefits versus the loss. Uh, we had already made a bunch of money and, uh, you know, and we did it for years. It wasn't a, a short run. Uh, so I decided to just back down from six stores. I backed it down to two stores. Um, and believe it or not, we are able to do the same volume out of two locations because people are willing to drive to see us. And, um, and then I merged out of retail stores and started working in the pro level of football the Carolina Panthers was the first team I started working with, with the mattresses and a new product that I developed, a decompression chair. So, um, you know, the listeners can understand if they were swimming, how the spine would go up and down. And if you could get that motion in your spine while you're laying in Trendelenburg, so that's the position. If you look up Trendelenburg, you'll see it online. That position was actually founded by Dr. Trendelenburg in the early 1900s. I replicated that position in a chair that turns your body upside down where the gravity is pulling you open and compressing you. And then we've got a feature where we raise the spine about eight inches with a decompression feature. 
Uh, I worked with Carolina Neurospine developing this. So I had some of the biggest, smartest doctors at, in spine surgery in Charlotte and actually in the U.S. As I used my prototype, I would bring them in and show it to them. And then I was able to merge into their process, um, Novant Health at Orthopedic Carolina in Charlotte added their decompression room. They added the Tyndall chair in their decompression room. Then Novant Presbyterian came on board. So their health techs, their surgeons will use this before and after surgery to relieve their bodies from the stress of doing surgery. And then um, universities came on board. Uh, we we work with Campbell University in their sports program, their PT. We use uh, UNC Charlotte has our chair in their sports program. Uh, we started adding one by one uh, PTs and chiropractors all over the market. Uh, we we moved into operating rooms with several plastic surgeons. So it just kept getting larger and larger. And, um, you know, I'm looking at large corporations now that are trying to uh, figure out, you know, with the supply chain, how we can deliver other locations around the U.S. So the good Lord has blessed us to grow into a whole lot of different spectrums. But it's really through prayer that opportunity is coming to us. And people see the um, stability of our company and the way we operate. So they're attracted to do business with us. It's fantastic. And the journey you've taken and uh, the doors have opened up as a result of doing something nobody else is doing is incredible. And I think you, you really reinforce the value of sleep. I tell my kids all the time, you can stay so much healthier if you value your sleep a little bit more. You get sick less. You allow your body to recover. If you're working out, you'll get the results of that workout much more if you give your body the sleep it needs. But you're right. In most of the furniture stores that are out there, most of the mattress stores that are out there, it's focused on comfort. It's focused on bells and whistles and so on and so forth. The number one thing they should talk about is getting you into a nice deep sleep so that your body can naturally recover from whatever ails you. Yes, very true. Um, people, you build more T cells in deep sleep than any other time of your day. And uh, the things that you need to rest that most people wouldn't consider is your blood cells literally need to rest every night to replenish because every part of the human body has a very specific function and it needs the energy and it needs the rest just like the <laughs> The, the total some of you does. And uh, so that was how the Tyndall Pedic grew and grew. Um, on the Tyndall furniture side, you know, to give separation for us as a family and to give our customers benefits, uh, I started branding and building and designing furniture that was under the Tyndall Manor brand uh, where we built handmade sofas. Uh, like they used to build them uh, many years ago when they were handmade on a bench instead of an assembly line. They're not stapled together. They're screwed and glued. And every component in the sofa is elevated assembly. With that, it has got tremendous durability. So it will outperform 99% of sofas out there. 
Um, I merged into building solid wood tables and chairs and dining room cabinets, and I actually customized that. And I did that for about 15 years now. I, <laughs> we got so busy with other things, I had to choose what we could focus on. And so I backed off building the custom, uh, true custom handmade solid wood furniture. And uh, I went out and found manufacturers that are, you know, multi two, three hundred million dollar companies that will build solids for me. So we still customize and build. Uh, I'm going to say we've got one hundred and twenty thousand SKUs. So there's virtually nothing in furniture we cannot supply, no matter what your style or preference or size is or budget. And um, but we morphed ourselves to be um, all the quality and all the service, but at a price that the major companies, um, they, they struggle to get in our quality and price and service for our total package. Uh, so, you know, most companies are sitting out there trying to push long term finance as their benefit. And my customers are not. You know, I have some people that want long term, but not many. The majority of my clients come in and either put it on a card so they can travel or write a check. So I deal with a pretty affluent neighborhood. And um, these people are looking for what everybody's looking for, a store that says and does what they mean every time. And uh, if I have to take a loss, then I take a loss to make a happy customer. So we have been through our customers this fortunate we're voted the number one furniture store in charlotte we're the number one design store in charlotte we're the number one mattress store in charlotte and that's three years back to back so we're, we're merging into the beginning of our fourth year so we are really excited to see if we can complete that task again and we want to add one more company the one we mentioned earlier carolina moving solutions that was born based on the growth of all the houses during COVID. You know, people started building and people started moving into the Carolinas from other parts of the country. So we've had a tremendous boom on housing, uh, condos, um, people flipping houses. So right after that process, they need furniture. And we found out when we sold furniture, so many people would say, well, you know, can you hold the furniture? Because we can't get a moving company. And so we looked at that as an opportunity to serve our customer one more time. So we started a moving company and got licensed in two states and hired a GM to come in and run it. And uh, that's how Carolina Moving came out of the, the ground. And we have uh, a tremendous staff and uh we're getting rave reviews from our job well done. So we anticipate being the number one moving company in Charlotte uh, as soon as we can get the volume where they expect us to be to compete against the big hitters that's been here 20 and 30 years. Um, we want to take that number one position. And you're a great example of how a pandemic it's easy to start complaining about what you can't do and how it affects you and how negatively impacted you can be. But it takes a real entrepreneur to say, how can this pandemic make us grow? How can it push us? How can it make us a better company? What additional service can we offer 
that will take our company to a whole nother level that we may not have thought of if it wasn't for the pandemic. So I applaud you, number one, for the awards, number one in furniture, number one in mattress stores in Charlotte the last three years. That's a great accolade. Congratulations. But again, I think most importantly, I think it's amazing to hear and learn how you took a negative situation in most people's perspective and turned it into a positive and a growth opportunity. And that's what everyone needs to think. That's how you have to train your brain instead of having a pity party. You look at the opportunity that's been created because of a pandemic. Yes, very, very well said. Um, it, it's a new category for us. It's a new kind of worker. Uh, it was a new opportunity to get all these men that um, they they literally process different um, because they move and they stay in a truck so many hours. They are they're a different breed. And we found out quickly that the way that these uh, people, these workers were treated was not that great. And so when they came into our company and, you know, we embrace everybody that works for us like they're part of the family. Uh, give them all the equipment they need and, and uh, all the support they need. But beyond that, we have uh, meetings that uh, are sponsored by food and hugs and uh, accolades. And um, we lift people up instead of push them down. And boy, do they just absolutely blossom as humans. And then they go out and bring other people in and they say, we want to be part of your program. So there go <laughs> why it's growing so well. Realtors absolutely love working with us because we make their clients happy. We make them look like a million bucks. And, uh, you know, it works both ways. The customer that buys from us, are you moving to a new house? Yes. Well, we have a moving company. Would you like us to quote you? Absolutely. Uh, people that are moving, um, do you have any furniture needs? Because we have access to that as well. And uh, they come in and look at the store and they will just add another room or two to their move. So it's been a really good hand and handshake between the two companies and the two clients. And it, and it makes perfect sense. Uh, also, you'd have to realize that as a delivery company, you're going to take care of that new furniture in ways that an average moving company wouldn't take care of because you know the quality, you know the craftsmanship, and it's, uh, it's all part of the whole customer experience. Yes, it's great to buy it. Yes, it's great to look nice in the showroom with the bright lights. But until it's placed in that house, in the location they want it, you haven't delivered a complete happy customer yet. So I, I would think that adding the delivery service, it completes the entire process. It ensures a complete happy customer, which I think is fantastic. I do want to change gears just a bit uh, and learn from th some of the things you've been through over the last 37 years. Uh, Chuck, what do you think is a mistake or mistakes you made while you were growing the business? And it's kind of a two-part question. Most importantly, what did you learn from some of those mistakes that our listeners can learn from? Um, wow, 37 years worth of doing it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and just a couple mistakes, right? <laughs> yeah, we, we made a few. Um, you know, we made a few mistakes in the uh, advertising category because, you know, we had, you know, churches, we don't run a lot of big promotions in churches where you need media on board. And um, who do you do business with? And, um, you know, what is the value of that? So understanding how to market yourself, um, how to, you know, run a budget. 
that was a big learning curve. And um, to be honest with you, um, I, I try to reach out once I get into whatever business I'm in. I reach out to the broader community, so deep into North Carolina and South Carolina. I reached out to some other independents. Uh, I, you know, I went and bought them dinner, and I sat down and talked to other family-operated businesses and learned from their experience because, you know, obviously some of them are multi-generational businesses, and we picked up some really good uh, information from other family units. Um, I'm I'm one that says, look, there's a lot of people out there we can all share because we can't sell everybody. And if you need, uh, a, you know, five recliners or you need 10 bedrooms and I've got inventory and you're hurting, um, call me up. Because uh, we carry about um, close to $2 million worth of inventory. And that's pretty rare for furniture stores. They they typically are a fulfillment by sales and they try to keep up, but th that process never really works well. So I have special order if people want to on everything we sell, but I also have a tremendous with they come in and say, look, we just got a new house. They didn't want us to finance anything until we got closed. Now we got a new house and it's pretty empty and we'd like to have stuff. Uh, not in 12 or 16 weeks, but do you have, and we say yes. So we'll walk them through our process and show them the bedrooms or the living rooms or the sectionals or the leather, whatever products they're looking for. These are items that are actually in the warehouse and, and tomorrow or the next day, they can be in your house. So we learned how to flow merchandise. And um, I got some of that knowledge from other multi-year family businesses. Um, I called in on the reps uh, because lots of factories um, have reps that's been doing it many years. And so some of those guys had good ideas as well. And I learned very quickly that if I've got to be friends of the presidents and the CEOs and the owners of the corporations, um, there's a lot of knowledge to be gained there. So I really try to build a network, whether I'm, in uh, any of the companies I work with, because I even work with more than I'm mentioning on this phone call. Um, it's very important to establish a team of support because we do better than me. <laughs> 100%. I think every business owner listening to this interview uh, must, if, if it's not a number one priority, it better be up in the top three to not only do your job and do it well, but as you grow your business, as you stay open, is continue to prioritize that network because you hit it right in the head. You're reaching out to your network to ask for help. It takes a humble person to do that. And sometimes we you know, feel like we know more than we really know or even a know-it-all mentality at times, which is not always helpful. And most times it's not helpful. So the fact that you were just, you know, despite you had so much success, you still were humble enough to ask for help. You're still were humble enough to seek out people that have been there, done that. You were still humble enough to reach out to people that could offer you guidance and support. And I'm sure once you had the success, I'm sure you're also open to give it back. You're able to pay it forward uh, and help people that helped you. Uh, and then obviously you're able to turn around and help other business owners that have called you for help and said, hey, Chuck, I'm doing this. What do you think? 
So it's nice to see it all go full circle and as a community come together to help all of us rise up, help all of us become more successful. That leads me to one of my final questions, which is please share a success story, whether it be a rental situation, a new property situation, an employee that you feel you touched their life. Uh, just give me something that really just is impactful that kind of reinforces the why more than anything else that you've experienced over the last 37 years. Well, uh, again, I'm, I'm on, <laughs> I think of many, but it's the investment into the individuals that work for us that become such an incredible payoff in the long run. You know, I've got people that work for us now, 25 years, uh, I've probably got a couple that are 27 years and then uh, many at uh, the 15 year range and the 10 year range. And uh, we have, you know, celebrations every time somebody hits another big hurdle. But um, one of my favorites is uh, our head office manager. Um, she came in at 23 years old and uh, she, you know, she was pretty good at technology at that point. Now, you know, of course, technology has changed tremendously from uh, <laughs> the years that we've all been in business now. Um, but she was great with technology. But when sales and paperwork match, there always is the sales guy's approach versus the office approach. And she would do well in keeping the sales team and paperwork on the right path, but the leadership that she had with the salesperson, she would lose her control and just get so mad. Now she didn't yell or do anything like that, but she would get angry at the uh, sales guys because we are always trying to figure out how can we get the customer happy? And if we have to do things we're not comfortable with for the sale, for the customer, We'd rather have the customer in the long run than another $7,500 bill. Um, and so they might break a rule and, and do something that she says, why are you doing this and whiten it on your paperwork? And, and she would start crying and get angry. She went from that person to being the most confident, under control, cool customer talking to people when they're happy or when they're not happy. <laughs> and you have that when you deal with the public on a regular basis, uh, you have both ends of the spectrum and she can stay just right in the middle and come up with great solutions, whether it's the sales team, whether it's the factories, whether it's the IT um, support, she manages all that so well. And she got so comfortable with our family and in the devotions we had and all the prayer time we had with the uh, her and, and the rest of the staff that um, she introduced, was introduced to another uh, prayer group and met her husband. And that whole family to see them grow up inside of our business and come to all the social events and get to know her kids and see generational changes that we have been able to help her gain so much financially that they bought a farm and they they've got nice cars and they got kids and sports and that's part of the internal growth of employee on the outside of our business we've been able to support ministries for 37 years 
Uh, wow, the Salvation Army is one of my personal favorites uh, because they keep people in a year instead of 90 days in recovery. And, um, you know, I would say we've been somewhere in the neighborhood of three and a half million dollars to the Salvation Army or more. Um, and uh, crisis assistance, we've done, you know, truckloads and so many broken families we've been able to minister to and support. So we couldn't have done that without great employees. We certain, certainly couldn't have done that without incredible customers. And so it got way beyond a sofa, Tyndall Furniture, Tyndall Pedic, and Carolina Moving Solutions to where we moved into rebuilding humans financially, physically, and mentally, and spiritually. So that's the really big gain for our corporation, the Tyndall Enterprises. It's, it's, um, it's been a beautiful ride, three generations of Tyndalls, and, uh, and everything that came from that. You know, our kids learned how to do business. Um, our kids uh, grew up inside the business. So now they're working their own future in um, huge corporations in America. Uh, my son now works with uh, Zillow and runs at a high level. And um, so we, we've had so many successful motions that came from the business. And um, so that's a long-winded answer, but <laughs> there's my passion. Sure. Well, there's no doubt that you have changed a lot of people's lives. And, you know, the manager that's 23 years old when she started with you, there's no doubt that she owes a lot of her success and maturity and confidence and her business success to you. And I'm oh. sure she's just one of hundreds, maybe one of, one of thousands of people that you've impacted. And it's so hard to know the number of people we impact uh, until it's the time for us to be put down to rest for our eternal uh, but I can tell you, just based on listening to you, and I know our audience can tell as well, that you just have a good heart and you're doing it for the right reasons. And you're just one of those great owners that cares about their employees. And as a result, they don't want to leave. It's like they don't want to leave the family. They don't want to leave the culture. And when owners can take the time to create a great culture where the owner of the company truly cares about their well-being, not only about the numbers. Numbers are important. we got to pay bills. We get it. But when you care more about the person than the numbers, the numbers sure perform well. Uh, and I, I, again, my hat goes off to you. I congratulate you on all your success and just being a guy that has a big heart. And, you know, nice guys finish last is a phrase, but I think in this case, this nice guy is always going to finish first. And most importantly, though, you're going to make sure other nice people finish first along the way. There's someone that does five great deeds a day and gets to watch that, those five great deeds filter out to everyone else that he's touched. So thank you for all that you do. In closing, I do want you to share how people can get a hold of you, how they can shop with you, uh, what social media handles you have, your website, whatever you can share with people that are listening, that can do, you know, that can reach out to you, learn from you, shop with you, and uh, whatever else they want to do as far as uh, develop relationships, connect with you, things like that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you, David. Um, TyndallFurniture.com. You can uh, visit that or you can go to tyndallpedic.com. So there's the two different websites that you can check out. Uh, I kind of reside in the railroad store. And uh, so that's the Tyndallpedic store itself. You can see that online. 
And then, uh, you know, if anybody uh, needs to pray or wants um, to share with some advice, uh, you know, I'm absolutely available to talk. Uh, you can't outgive the creator. So um, I, I do stay busy. So <laughs> we may have to schedule a set time, but uh, I'll even give out my cell phone number in case there's something much larger than business that needs uh, to be addressed on the phone call with anybody. My number is 704-609-9827. So that's my cell phone. And um, I stay at the Tyndall Pedic store on Ray Road. And uh, you can look that address up or text me and I'll send it to you. But I certainly appreciate the opportunity, David, to uh, be on your podcast. And uh, I hope the good Lord is blessed. And um, any way I can help, I'm a phone call away. Excellent. Thank you so much, Chuck. You're a, a wealth of knowledge, experience. And I know from people listening, it's, you're an inspiration as well. You know, take something that you're passionate about, make, make it your business, and then touch as many lives as you can along the way. And you've done all those things. So, I, again, I congratulate you. And I, I thank all my listeners for listening to another episode of the Perky Collar Radio Show. Have a great day. What is the Perky Collar? It is a collar support system for dress shirts. That's right. Over 18,000 of these amazing devices have been sold globally. How does it work? Lift the collar, add the Perky Collar with the long tapered ends on top, lower your collar on top. Adjust to make sure it's even around the collar, and that's it. You've now transformed your droopy, saggy dress shirt collar to a brand new looking dress shirt, ready to tackle sweaters, jackets, blazers, and the collar still stays nice and tall. How do you find it? The website is perkyllc.com. That's spelled P as in Paul, E as in Elephant, R as in Robert, K as in Kangaroo, Y as in Yo-Yo, LLC, LarryLarryCharlie.com. That's perkyllc.com. Get yours today, or if you're in Charlotte, North Carolina, visiting or live here, feel free to come by South Park Mall's kiosk located between Francesca's and Toomey. Best entrance is Maggiano's and Cheesecake Factory. See you soon. Look your best. Have a great day. Perky LLC is a clothing innovation company. We solve clothing-related problems such as a droopy, saggy dress shirt collar, the pocket square that doesn't seem to sit still pop- properly, it unfolds, it falls down, the shirt that keeps coming untucked, collar stays that keep curling on you, and more and more issues with your belt, cracking, splitting, holeless belts are the solution. You can adjust them by a quarter inch instead of having to go up an inch or down an inch. What about that lapel you want to use as an accent color to match a dress or as a color accent to your wardrobe? This and many other fun fashion accessories are available at PerkyLLC.com. Beyond innovation, we also have fashion accessories, bow ties, you name it, from feather to blingy to wooden, even wooden ones that move, even wooden ones that showcase the skyline of cities all across the country. Check out PerkyLLC.com for all these great fashion accessories and innovative solutions. Are you ready to publish your own book? Do you have a story to tell? Does the world need to hear your story? Now is your chance. Go to https 
colon forward slash go go dot bestsellingbook.com forward slash perky collar radio show. That's right. It's as simple as that. They'll walk you through every step needed to publish your own book. And watch out. Be ready to be an Amazon bestseller, maybe a Wall Street Journal bestseller, or maybe even New York Times bestseller. It all starts with a single step and having the right team around you. Again, go to https colon forward slash go go dot bestsellingbook.com forward slash perky collar radio show. Look forward to seeing your amazing results.